You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Charity Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 21. Today is September 19, 2020, 7 in the morning. Today I have uh, my buddy Brian. Good morning. Brian's going to be on the podcast today. We'll probably open up on some family history. But as of right now, bro, did you feel that earthquake last night? That was something else, man, especially for the time of night it was. Not everybody was awake, so not everybody can say what they were doing at that time. But I was up. How about you? I was fully awake. I had gotten up to use the restroom. Dude, I drink a lot of water throughout the day. So I'm up like four times maybe to use the restroom. So I was fully awake when it it hit. My wife actually, you know, I was already laying in bed. And my wife is the one that's like, hey, oh, like she kind of jumped. And I'm like, let it ride through. The fact that it didn't wake up my boys, it wasn't that big of a of a deal. It wasn't. I mean, four point six wasn't compared to Northridge. Sure. I, 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 the way I see it, I lived through that one. I mean, I this was nothing. Uh, the the funny thing, well, not funny, not the funny thing, but the kind of like the scary thing is the fact that it, it was right here in Whittier Narrows. Yeah. Where I take my kids fishing. You saw the epicenter of it. It was something else. Yeah, it's it's just down the street. No joke. So when I opened last night, I opened up the app to see where the earthquake was at you can literally see the the mark and then you see your mark i'm like holy shit this was just down the street you zoom in on the map and it's like that's where i take the kids fishing Mm -hmm. so it was a little kind of that made me kind of creep out a little bit that's kind of close to home and then my wife was like well the aftershocks are gonna be yeah we had like three aftershocks and they were all two they were they were tiny you didn't even feel it yeah i didn't feel them either yeah you didn't feel it i was like there was four total earthquakes not that big of a deal but Northridge, though, on the other hand, that one was, um, were you around for that one, bud? I was very young. I think I was four years old. 94, right? 94, yeah. yeah I was, uh, I think I was, if it was in January, I believe it was in January. So I was 11. Okay. And uh, that one, we lived in, uh, obviously, we lived in Oxnard, like middle, downtownish kind of area. And uh, we lived in an apartment, so we had bunk beds in the room. And I fell off the top bunk, man. Did you fall? <laughs> oh yeah, I fell off the top bunk. Oh man. I uh, I I just I remember opening my eyes and our our bedroom door just swinging, bah, 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 back and forth, back and forth. Right. And that was uh that was pretty scary, dude. Like freaking the neighbors were running out. Like this is that event made me realize how I go to sleep again. Now I'm 11 years old back then. Mm-hmm. That reminds me on how to sleep no joke sleeping in a nude is comfortable it, it truly is mm-hmm. it, i don't know what it is about it but it truly is were you doing that at the time of the earthquake no okay no <laughs> i mean is this guy ran out of his freaking house oh, no. with the towel on like he was like literally like he was naked since then bro at 11 years old my eyes were or not my eyes i'm sorry but at 11 years old life lesson number one always sleep mainly oh, fully clothed because you don't know what's going to happen. That's nuts. <laughs> so I sleep in my boxers, but I also sleep with a tank top on. It doesn't matter how hot it is, I guess, or sometimes I take it off. But Bro, that I, gives the saying, um, getting caught in the wrong place with the pants the, down, yeah. a new meaning, dude. So I'm not saying that the man was getting jiggy with it. I'm just saying I. that's how he slept and that's how he ran oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jeez. no. And uh, yeah, that was a joke. Uh, that was a joke for years. We we're just making fun of that guy. Crazy. But the aftershocks were the ones that were kind of more scarier mm-hmm. because this one happened 
middle of the day. I mean, sorry, early morning. I think like four in the morning, something mm-hmm. like that. Really early. We were asleep. <clears throat> the aftershocks were during the day. Now the earthquake was so hard that the lights went out. We had no electricity. Yeah. So, and I, I think I've mentioned in the past, our meals were McDonald's, KFC, blah, 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 blah. Yep. So there's no power. Uh, there's no fast food. <laughs> My mom sends me over to, to the store, which was like, I'm going to say a mile away, a little liquor store down on, on C Street in between third and it's actually down the street from the police department. Everybody knows that liquor yeah. store down the street for the police department in Oxnard. That's where I went. And, uh, notorious spot. Yeah, yeah. Every time, dude, no joke. Every time I, 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 I'm in Oxnard and I drive by this this liquor store, it's a reminder of what happened in '94. So back in the day, it was okay to send your kids to the store. I'm 11 years old to go to the store. You know, 11 a mile away. At 11 years old, it wasn't in late '80s and early '90s. There wasn't any big issue, dude. So go, go ahead, send your kid to the store. Yeah. My mom sends me to go get a loaf of bread. I'm at the liquor store buying this loaf of bread and I'm standing in front of the uh, cooler where they have like the sodas and stuff. I'm like, should I buy a soda? Blah, blah, blah. And we get hit with an aftershock pretty heavy where this cooler starts to shake. This cooler fell down. But if it wasn't for some, some random lady out of nowhere pulls me out of the way, if it wasn't for that lady, my friend, you wouldn't be sitting here next to me right now. That was that. It was that heavy. It was it that heavy of an aftershock. Holy. Yeah, God. where it shook the uh the like I said the the it wasn't it wasn't one of those you know those refrigerators you have at, at where you work at those mm-hmm. little mini ones where the little uh, you buy the singles and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Well, it, it, same idea of a refrigerator but a lot bigger, a lot bigger. Ah, tall enough to crush. Yeah, it, tall enough to oh. kill me. Yes. And it tipped like I said, it fell over. But this lady just pulled me out of the way and. I was like, holy shit, you know, if it wasn't for her, I mean, I was 11 years old. That thing would have crushed me. Maybe at my age right now, I probably would have survived at 11. Probably not. Dude, look at my little kid. My kid's 11. The little one, his age, (laughs) imagine his age getting crushed by one of these things where it was so bad of an aftershock that everybody was freaked out that the guy even said, go, 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 go home, go home, go home. home." I'm like, but the bread, take the bread. Like he didn't even charge me. (laughs) He didn't even charge me for the bread, dude. I freaking ran from this liquor store all the way to the house and uh, to make sure that my family was okay. Cause back then I just couldn't pull out my cell phone and say, Hey mom, you guys okay? Yeah, definitely. Didn't work that way. Nope. And then if you don't have change, you can't use the public phone. So yeah, that was, um, that was a really scary morning. Mm -hmm. That aftershock that pretty much almost crushed me. Which is rare nowadays too, to think that late in the afternoon for you to be getting aftershocks. Yeah. You're so used to nowadays them being, you know, recurring, you know, to five, ten, maybe twenty minutes after, not later yeah. on in the day. So. No, well, I think the ones last night were quick. They were like they were. Run, run after, right oh, yeah. after the other, very consecutive, but really tiny ones, man, two something. And like this morning, even this morning, my wife's like, you know, what about that earthquake? I'm like, I survived an earth ridge. Come on, man, that's that's nothing. That was nothing. But how much do you want to bet your wife's coming from the point of maybe they're scared of the big one, dude? Yeah, that my, was the first. But thought my, in my wife mind. also is about your age, dude, so mm-hmm. she she doesn't remember Northridge, and they were a lot closer. They lived out here. Yeah, and Northridge. I mean, me living in Oxnard was like an hour and a half away compared to them being forty five minutes away. Yep. You know, it, it's still for her. She doesn't remember. So oh, okay. and that's good. That's good. My boys woke up this morning. They're like, "What's going? What's going on? You guys didn't feel the earthquake? There was an earthquake? <laughs> like, yeah, right here. Like, nah, they slept right through it, man. So the beautiful thing about sleeping like a rock. 
Oh, that is a beautiful thing until you wake up and you remember all the liquor bottles that are possibly working at your work. And I'm thinking, oh, please don't tell me I got to get there and clean up a mess first thing, the man. Mess, yeah, where you work at? Yeah, no, freaking. Luckily, no, nah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that powerful. I mean, no reports of damage. So that's, that's good. That's yeah. a good thing. So makes sense. And I believe where you work at, everything's like on a on a shelf where it's well where it won't fall, right? No, like, not the back room. Oh, okay. The back part's where you got to worry, man. That's the overstock part. Oh, okay. All right. So enough about earthquakes, I guess. Okay. So now to Brian, I met this guy at uh, me doing my job out here selling beer in La Puente. He actually is a manager to one of the stores that I go to. And then we just kind of started talking and it's like one day, hey, bud, I'm going to, my uncle couldn't try to convince me to start a podcast. And I'm thinking about starting a podcast a week later. Hey, man, I'm still thinking about that podcast. Hey, man, a week later goes by, a month later goes by. And I, hey, dude, <laughs> I'm still thinking about that podcast. And his response was just do it just stop talking about it and do it you, you, you'll it'll it'll come out right and you know he's the one to kind of help me push it you don't have to pay me for that nike that was just me telling him I <laughs> no i know he was no uh, endorsements please no <laughs> he was just giving you know giving me his advice just freaking do it already and here we are 21 episodes later and yes sir i started i think i posted the first episode back in april and we're now in september mid-september yep. and here we are still doing this yep you know got into the habit of doing it every weekend on the weekends and on saturdays mainly and right now early in the morning because I, I don't know if these damn dogs in the background are going to pick up on the microphones it has been I'm fun to see it. It. it's been fun to see it grow Andy. real talk because i am not like your manager i don't tell you how to do the show I'm kind of like a coach yeah you know i just give you little pointers here and there whatever you want to do with it i fully support it yeah. so you've changed it and it's been a beautiful thing from episode one to where we're at now yeah, you know, I mean, the way that you've led this up. Episode one was, you know, it was a trial run and the microphones weren't even as what you see now. The microphones okay. were these little tiny things on the recording device. That was it. Can you? That's I, the beautiful thing. Though. Yeah. This that is, was the recording. This was the first episode right here. <laughs> then the second episode was other these little microphones. And then up until the fifth episode, I got these microphones going on. But everybody that comes in, the same thing that says the same thing. Wow. You know, it's like, yeah, I mean, I'm using real microphones to record this. I'm not using my phones or whatever. But, yeah, you um, every time I see you on Fridays, it's like, hey, dude, I, I you know, you, you tell me, hey, I'm caught up or, hey, I, I listen to this one. or And you yourself are shocked to, to hear some of the stories that I say. Oh, yeah. It's an insight to your life. And so you're like, man, I got, I got to come sit down with you, man. We can compare some stories. But uh, we gotten so close like we always talk every Friday and I, you even change your schedule. So I changed my route so I can come see you <laughs> where now the ladies at the store are calling us boyfriends. Pretty much. <laughs> like I walked in there on yesterday and I was like, I just walked in and said, hi, I didn't even ask for you, dude. And then homegirl's like, your boyfriend's over there. I'm like, what? Just automatic. <laughs> yeah. dude, the assumption is real. Now, like, mind you, that there's a lot of things that can spark this kind of assumption. It could be, you know, the homosexual <laughs> yeah. joking talk. But Andy and I have none of that. We are no. on the job professional. <laughs> no. We are just we just have a dang good conversation with yeah. her. Every time she jokes about that. Every time I walk in, we, we freaking have like a five, ten minute conversation where even the store manager's like, okay dude okay i'm leaving i'm leaving sorry but sorry oh no she gives the looks the no eyes, she gives the looks and the that's eyes. it yeah okay cut it <laughs> where you you switch your days your timings instead of being there at seven in the morning you're no longer there so i think after a month i, I asked uh, 
the lady that called us boyfriends. I'm like, hey, did I did I get him in trouble? Is he did I get him in trouble? Or I mean, cause my bad. And she's like, no, 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 no. You know, with this whole COVID and you know, the store manager has kids at home and distance learning and all this stuff. So they just had to kind of instead of all of us being here in the morning, we kind of had to. Oh, my, oh, okay, that makes sense. I just thought I got him in trouble. My wife this morning said, so, like, so who's coming over? I'm like my buddy Brian, and I don't come home and give the wife every detail of my day mm-hmm. you know but it was like you know you never you've never mentioned him or whatever so i started telling her why not there's <laughs> he's this guy that you know started talking to him and i've known him for like two years already because just every friday i walk in there he kind of told me to start the podcast go ahead and don't just don't think about it just do it and then apparently now we're boyfriends and she's like what <laughs> like what maybe that's what did it you did it yourself man you made it kind of mysterious yeah and you left it open yeah. you should have filled in more empty gaps even with just clay i don't care man i'm like what the hell <laughs> boyfriend so nah it's like so you know today i i normally if it's this early in the morning i don't take anyone inside and introduce or anything like that but oh really in it's, this case it was a custom in this case i'm like hey baby here's your competition <laughs> Here's I, your competition. I told her she didn't have much to worry about. It's all good. I'm not I, I, and that's why I kind of did it. So see, babe, you got you, you're good. <laughs> she seems really cool, though, man. Nah, yeah, she is. She, it's just like I was telling her earlier. Like, I, I just I wish I can get in your brain and and figure out where you come up with these conclusions <laughs> and stuff. Like, well, it's because you never introduced him. Blah blah blah. blah. He's just. I don't. If that's the case, then I'm going to tell you every single person I see on a regular basis. Every Monday, I meet this guy. I meet this guy. I meet this guy. You want to know everything about? So it's like, I wish I can get in your brain and figure <laughs> out the conclusion of or how you're coming up with these conclusions. Nah, but no, nah, no, nah, she she pretty much. I, I she knows that I am not the kind of person to just bring a random person around my especially yeah. around the kids. Mm-hmm. If I would have known that you're some kind of douchebag, then trust me, you wouldn't be here right now. You know, like the guys that I brought out here, my co- obviously cousin. You don't say no to blood, but everyone who's been on the podcast, because I've learned from past experiences mm-hmm. that you don't just bring random people into your kids lives i mean i have an ex-girlfriend that never met them she didn't even meet them and that's just how i am you 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 get to know people you know them blah 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 and you don't again dude you just don't bring random people because i was around that all my life i always had random people in my lives i always had you know stepdads that i got attached to and all of a sudden they gotta go and yeah so you know and then you know the mother of my kids kind of was kind of doing the same thing and it's like no 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 i don't i don't unless like i said my kids i was telling you earlier i always uh looked for the red flags when it came came to dating women or before even dating women right you know it's like well you know this one has a alcoholic she's kind of drinks a lot I, I can't support her habits you know this one has insecurity issues i can't do that yeah you mm-hmm. know and i start dating my wife and then my kids say hey can can we call her mom that's when I was like, okay, I got to marry this one. There you go. Because she became a good role model, good influence around the kids. And it's like, if they're falling in love with her, I mean, I love my wife. Don't get me wrong. Right. I mean, you know, but the fact that my kids wanted to call her mom, that just, that, that meant, that meant a lot. And even she was, she was touched. So those added perks. Definitely. Yeah. They'll, they'll have her back before they have mine, dude. Like, but right now we're here because you wanted to talk about your, your upbringing. Cause you said listening to my podcast 
you're like, well, you know, similarities or, you know, or, or you wanted to ask me. Even comparative differences. You yeah, know, or ask me for advices or whatever the case yeah. may be or what I've gone through. And as a little kid, I mean, I haven't told many people this, but I, I get a dream. I always have a dream. And it's like, it's me. It's my mom and myself getting out of a bus. And I can tell you exactly where it's like on for those of you that live in Oxnard it's like literally right there where that school's at on 9th and and C Street and there's that bus stop and it comes naturally like like I said it's like a dream where my mom and I are getting off the bus it's raining bad and I'm walking uh, she's walking ahead of me and I'm trying to keep up to her and I have to be at least maybe four years old in this dream I'm trying to keep up to her and all I can remember is just I'm crying and crying and crying. My mom's like literally walking ahead of me and she's not letting me catch up to her. And I'm like, what the, f-? And, and, and me thinking about when I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck? That's confusing. Like, why do I keep having these dreams? It's the same exact dream every single time, every time the same, the same detail, the same pattern, the same me running after my mother and she doesn't give a shit. That's crazy. Because for me to even know the detail of the street and what the day was oh, like sure. and everything, like, yeah, they're like, no, no, no. In a dream, sometimes you wake up and you don't even remember who the hell you were dreaming of. It can be like, you. I think it was Jennifer Lopez, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Jennifer Lopez, but it resembles Jennifer Lopez. Yep. And no, it's like the fact that you remember detail for, per detail exactly every single time the dream is the same. It wasn't a dream. It was a memory. I was in counseling when I was trying to get custody of my kids. Okay. And he's the one that, he's the one that opened up that door. Cause they always, they try to find when you're in counseling, they try to find your triggers. Right. What sets you off? What pisses you off? And, and they told my wife, Hey, you're going to marry this guy. You're going to have a, you're going to have, you have to have a lot of patience because this guy has a lot of triggers. And that's me growing up mm-hmm. being late. I hate being late going out. I hate going out. You know, being late because we were always late to things. Like, okay, well, if if mass starts at ten o'clock, why are we here at ten thirty? What was the point in coming? Or going out? Like, well, you say we're only going to go to the grocery store. Why? Why are we going to all of your comadres' houses? Right. You got like ten of them. Like, do we really have to go visit all of them? Yep. So yeah, man, that's why I hate going. Like, I I rather stay home. Yep. Like, I rather I rather be home. Like, I my wife. I know my wife got annoyed with me last weekend. The family wanted to get together, and but but it's football Sunday. It's the first football season, first Sunday football of the season. No, why couldn't you guys do this yesterday? Why today? And I threw a freaking blown out, full on grown ass man tantrum. Oh, oh, I was yelling and screaming and sorry, babe. But yeah, I was like not having it. No, 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 no bullshit. This is ridiculous. No, we're not. I'm not. No, I I love football. You damn well know I love football, and you know when football season starts. You don't interrupt me on Sundays. Now, she doesn't know that tomorrow I will only watch one game. <laughs> I will, I'll, I'll surprise her tomorrow. And, yeah, dude, I, I again, I hate going out. I hate being late. I hate the way people talk to other people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a hypocrite, but, like, like the reason why I kind of bump heads with one of my brother-in-laws is because, like, the way they talk to their mom. And mm-hmm. I don't appreciate that. It's yeah. like, you know, no, your mom is a saint compared to what my mom was or is was sorry was because she's doing a lot better now yeah and uh i i just like like the triggers are are real dude like the you know it's like 
I'm telling you, they, they told my wife, he's, he has a lot of triggers. And like, there's just a lot of things that, that, that set me off. And it's like, it can be, you know, hey, I'm going to make, I'm going to, oh, 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 example one day. I don't know if I said it already, but one day my son was making, uh, my son was making macaroni and cheese and I, I bit my wife's head off. Why is he making the macaroni and cheese? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, because I had to learn how to cook at a young age because I was forced to learn how to cook at a yeah. young age. You know, so like I said, fast food is like, is the enemy freaking like, you know, when she wants to go, I think, I think I recently told my wife was like, Hey, you know that, you know, that one time you really pissed me off. And she said, why? Cause we couldn't afford tacos for everybody. Uh-huh. And you were eating pretty much food in front of us, just yourself. And it wasn't even her, who bought them. It was my cousin. Thanks a lot, Diana. That gave her the, <laughs> <laughs> that gave her the tacos. You know, she had extra tacos and she kind of gave them to And the way I, the way I saw it was, that pissed me off because I remembered, you know, example, one day I'm at home trying to figure out how to make rice, trying to figure out how to feed my siblings because my mom's not home and we can't get a hold of her. Again, no cell phones back then. Yeah. And I can't get a hold of her. Can't find her. Can't nothing. So I'm, I figure out how to make rice. I luckily don't burn the house down. There was no YouTube back then either, man. No, 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 no YouTube back. I'm this was, sorry, this was back in two, This was back in 2000. So this is, we're talking 20 years ago. Yep. There was no YouTube. I couldn't Google it. I couldn't do any of that. And, you know, my mom gets home the next morning. She's home and then she's showing, she's showing us pictures. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're at home starving and you guys are at Universal Studios? Oh, that's... Oof. Yeah. So that's what I'm telling you, dude. I have like triggers I just know tomorrow. So that's why I kind of got pissed off at my wife because she was eating those and it's not even her fault it's just flashbacks and triggers and you know like i was telling you earlier trying to get rid of some of these triggers are not easy they're still there like yeah. they just like memories don't just disappear and you know my wife can i'm not trying to compare my wife but she can say something that reminds me of something i was in the past told by someone else and it's like well fuck you then you know now i don't talk to my wife that way but that's how i feel like it's like, kind of like a mindset yeah a so way. it's like uh, dude i i really i really encourage people to go to counseling i really do it really does i even feel like i should go back mm-hmm. i just don't have the same the, the counselor that i was going to one i'm not going to drive to ventura once a month and two he retired yeah, that's pretty crazy. What made you want to get, uh, go into counseling? It's funny because <laughs> my wife would always tell me, you need counseling. And I was always, in my mind, I was tell her to fuck off. No, no, I'm not going to tell some guy to tell me I'm crazy. Or, that was my mentality. When I'm repeating the story to my lawyer, right after she hires us, or right after we hire her, or she takes my case mm-hmm. to get custody of the kids, she tells me, like, you had a, a tough upbringing. You should see counseling. Okay. My wife looked at me like, are you fucking serious? I've been asking you for years. This lady tells you one time. (laughs) Okay. I'm paying her. (laughs) Yeah. I'm paying paying this lady to, to tell me what to do. So yeah, I went to counseling and like I said, the counselor, I had him for a couple years and it made me understand what triggers were. And it made me understand that, that yeah i mean i i try to catch myself and my wife does tell me every once in a while you know hey proud of you for catching yourself on this like no joke the other day where she mentioned she says something and she said oh she said uh she said your family like because my mom and my brothers are going to come over and right. she said yeah your dad's family's coming over and i'm like and i kind of like just look before i open my mouth 
I'm going to think about what I'm really going to say. Because she, her response was like, well, you always say my family, meaning her family. And mm-hmm. I don't say our family. I say your family. Your, and she said, so she threw that back at me and I got offended. So that's why I'm like, wait a minute. I'm going to think about this. And we're having dinner, right? Yeah. We're having dinner. And I think like five minutes later. But yeah, or this. And I had a comeback, <laughs> right? And then she's like, all right. Okay. That's cool. We we, we, we solved that issue, yeah. that comment. But like she said, she said, like she notices that sometimes she remembers, she sees that counseling really did do some good for me because I'll catch myself. Like the other day. I think I went to, um, I think I made, I think, oh, I went to Starbucks. I got her Starbucks and do, do you, and I, and I got her, her coffee. I got mine, my coffee and I got my kids like a little hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And then I, like I said, if we're eating something, they're eating something. Did you think I needed to buy a dozen donuts today? No, no, it's just two of us. Yeah. Did we need dozens? No, there's only three people in the house, but I want them. I don't You know, it's, if I'm eating something, I want to make sure they're eating something. I just, even when I have company meetings and they, they feed us, do they, they feed us, they, you mm. know, steak and this and that, blah, blah, blah. I feel guilty eating that oh, because my kids are probably at home eating freaking something vegan or something oh. <laughs> on a freaking, on, on freaking those, uh, pita breads or something. I'm over here freaking eating steak and shit. Yeah. I get the point. Yeah. You so know. yeah, no, I, I just, that's just who I am. And that she tells me that she feels that counseling is, is good. Like it did me good. Like sometimes I'll catch myself and I'm like, okay, okay. let me think about what I'm going to say before I say mm-hmm. it. But there's just times where it's like, no, this, but counseling does come in handy. And I think I need to go back and it just helps you. Like even this, this there, this people tell me that they seem that my podcast therapeutic for me. Yeah, definitely. So it, it helps me open up and talk about issues and compare issues with you. And here we are 30 minutes later and I still haven't even got to you, buddy. So no worries. Um, what made you finally say yes coming to the podcast? Because uh, a few weeks ago when you and I were talking about it is actually when I think the peak of a, how long has it been? 14 year span of playing games has finally come to an end. Um, and playing games can be pretty subjective. We're not, not talking about the whole PlayStation 4, Nintendo 64 type deal. We're talking online games and they can be pretty addictive, man. They take away from a lot of what you're supposed to focus on, like classic fashion you know school starts to gradually decline when we're talking like maybe like gambling games and no no back then it was just pretty innocent man you know you're 16 years old you don't have anything to gamble with okay so you're just kind of getting into the environment okay so so you start off pretty much with your basics man you've got like you know shooting games or whatever but then you come across these communities that have like friends that you meet and you know these are online friends you don't go to them every single day they're not like your best friends. They're just people you talk to. You know, it's like a social circle. Point is acceptance. You know, you're in this place where you feel accepted and you're having fun. Right. As a teenager, what the hell else could you ask for, man? You know, you're having a ball compared to school, the crap that your parents put you through, whatever it may be. It's kind of like your escape. Of course. Now, note that word. Oh, escape. it's funny. We talked about escape last, last episode. I remember. <laughs> Sometimes this can become a bit out of control though and i'm sure in your head andy you're thinking this becomes the job of the parents to really control it and you did have some questions for me earlier before we started before we started recording about parenting skills and stuff and mm-hmm. um i mean i can't like i think i i feel that like a addiction to games or something 
can be, I, I think I see it a little bit in my little one, the mm -hmm. 11-year-old, because when I can let him play for an hour a day, he's fine the next day. Yeah. Or he's fine after we ask him to get off. But when we let him play for hours on a Friday night to wake up Saturday morning, there's one day he stayed up to like 5 in the morning playing. And he had this attitude like he was just being a little prick and i'm like <laughs> you stayed till 5 a.m he stayed till 5 a.m oh dude and but i'm 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 sleeping i mean I, I didn't know but yeah the next morning that's when he's having these little tantrums and he's getting all bent out of shape and like i can yell at him all i want mm -hmm. but at the end of the day whose fault is that it was mine for allowing him to play till five in the morning i remind him mijo you are reminding me why i shouldn't let you play at all this is the same pattern that you have every time we allow you to play for a, a long amount of time. Right. I get it. Weekends are weekends and we can don't have to go to bed at eight o'clock. But if you're going to be on the game and the next day you're going to take it out on us because we tell you not, not right now. That's the pattern that I see. I see that when he plays on it for a while, that's the attitude we get. And so again, I just, I feel like it's, it's my fault. And like last night, instead of letting him play video games, he just watched the movie with us. Yeah. We watched the movie. We stayed up till like 10 o'clock. We watched, um, uh, for the first time, I did. I, I allowed him to watch Blood and Blood Out. Right. <laughs> Love that movie. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Your kids yeah. enjoy it? They they, they, they caught the storyline. They, they understood the message at the end. So that was good. That was a good message. It's pretty cool because of meeting your kids, dude, their personality and their age, for them to be able to pick that up. Yeah. No, honestly, dude, like, and we're going off a different topic, but when they watch um, Back to the Future for the first time, right? When it gets to part three, for me, it's like, how the hell? Why? It took years for me of watching them and watching them. Never really caught on. Why the hell does he end up in the Old West? Why? Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? My kid, he had to have been like six years old, maybe, the little one. And we're watching it, and then he's like, Watching the third one, he's like, he's in the Old West. Oh, because the clock in the car was glitching. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> Dang. He answered you, it. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. How come it took me this long to understand that part? That's crazy. But yeah, no, like yesterday, he didn't he didn't play video games. We kind of kept him at the, in the living room watching the movies. And then and then I wasn't tired, dude. It was 9 o'clock and 9.30. I wasn't tired. And I uh, I knew I was going to have you today, but I was like, no, I'm good. We started watching National Security. It was like, okay. <laughs> funny coincidence with what's going on with the Black Lives Matter. Oh, Lord. It was kind of funny <laughs> to start watching that. We didn't watch the whole thing. but Just a bit. Yeah, just a bit. Gotcha. He was cracking up, dude. He was laughing. If I can get him to laugh with old old movies that I grew up watching, I did my part. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, again, with that, though. no video games this weekend, and then even last weekend when when my when I went when I stayed behind because I didn't want to go and I wanted to watch football. Mm -hmm. He stayed. The little one stayed with me, and like I think the older one kind of tried to, you know, fish for information. Yeah. So what what tier are you on on Fortnite now? He's like, I didn't play Fortnite, and he's like, What? He didn't play Fortnite. He was out here with me the <laughs> entire time, watching football. Maybe he pulled out his phone a couple of times, but he was watching football. Yeah. But. There's got to be boundaries between Def, definitely whatever you had going on or the whole. They weren't respected though, man. That's the craziest part because you know you're only 16 years old, so you're what a sophomore in high school, right? Yeah. You know you're basically living with your dad, and 
you're his only son at that. You're only one in the house at that point because your sister's moved out. So all of his previous uh, intolerance to maybe disobedience because I was like his good boy, dude. You know, it didn't really give him much crap outside of the whole video game thing. Right. Didn't go out, didn't get rebellious. But when he came to that, oh, he just did not have any patience left because of my sister. And on top of that, I was not backing down either. You know, you take out the internet, you go talk to grandma. And all of a sudden, the grandma's house on the weekends, you're getting the internet set up over there. You know what, so, though? You know what, though? Like, well, you, you haven't mentioned anything about your mom. Your mom wasn't there to help out? Nah, she was back in the picture at that time, but okay. she still kind of was working some steps to be fully back on her feet. So she was back oh, in my like, okay. kind of back in my life. Yeah, because I I, I kind of get I kind of get when the, what you're saying about your dad and just kind of like the because with me sometimes I feel I'm a lot more lenient with my kids, right? And I I feel like sometimes my wife can can really be on them, and I'm like I get annoyed and like shit, fuck, back off, like back off. But then when there's times where they'll you know she's like on them, and I'm like hey hey yeah you're being a little prick, dude, you need to relax. And then she's like thank you for having my back. Like uh-huh. oh, okay okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, dude, both parents need to be on the same page. Maybe it was a blessing in disguise, though, because if my mom was around during that time to, dis- to, you know, give guidance, I think she would have enabled it. I think she would have, would have been more the enabler to give me a few $20 for the game here. It's oh, okay to play like gotcha. that. She would not have been on the same side as my dad. This probably would have gotten worse. Hey, they probably would have bumped heads at his own mom. Oh, yeah, that too. Because I know sometimes the wife and I do. Yeah. It's like, Dude, he just wants to play Fortnite. He hasn't lost it. Let him play. So, yep. but then again, the consequences of that, he's being a little prick. So we gotta. Nip well, not that just that, up. man. I mean, you start getting the critical ages of their schooling. You know, their high school years are really important, but that's also the age where they begin to find themselves, as you always hear. But they find things they like to do at that time too. Yeah, and those could be things that they did as a kid on elevated levels. So you got to be really careful of that, especially now, you know, all these kids and their phones, man, come on, you get your kid an S10 or an iPhone. What are you really putting in their hands? You know, you can monitor stuff the best you can, but you know, I know my kids, they have a phone, but it's only, it only works on Wi-Fi. Yeah, exactly. And then when we're out and about, they can't use it unless I turn on my hotspot. Mm -hmm. So, because all these games, man, are they here for free, Andy? Are they here just? They're, they're here for your entertainment. You know what, though? But you know what? You're, I think you're right because I have I, right now. I have my credit card attached to their accounts. Mm-hmm. So whenever we want to, you know, I, you know, as, this Pokemon raid is not going to free. You know, yeah. <laughs> so they play. Like I said, they play Pokemon Go. But they know. Like the other day, my son's like, Dad, I, I really need like five dollars for Roblox. I'm like, I'm not giving you five dollars for a freaking game. <laughs> And he's like, Dad, but look, look, I'll give you from my allowance money. I just used your credit card. And I'm like, no, you're not. If he didn't respect me, he would have got his $5 because he damn well knows that my credit card is attached to his Google Play Store. He didn't touch it. That's good. Now, as they get older, like you said over there, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to delete that credit card. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Man. Can't leave it accessed. And, you know, my neighbor, for example, her her her, her eight-year-old daughter's birthday was, I think, uh, this past Wednesday. Okay. And Happy belated birthday. Happy belated birthday. And um, I asked her, what, is she, what does she like? What is she into? And the first thing she said was Roblox. And I'm like, oh, great. Just like these kids, right? <laughs> great. So I, I think Wednesday I went to target and i got her a you know google play store for like 10 bucks nothing ten dollars is nothing dude 
the look on my kids' faces, like what? You're buying her a Google Play Store card, but you won't even <laughs> give us five dollars. Like, oh no! You know what? It's funny because even my god kid, I'm like, what do you want me for your birthday? Oh, I want money for Roblox or I want money for Fortnite. I'm like, <laughs> fuck no, you're not. I'm not giving you shit. And I here I am giving the neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yep. But the look on her face was priceless, dude. Her mouth opened so wide in joy, like she loved it. The next day, her mom was like, she loved it. She loved it. Well, you told me she plays Roblox, and I know my kids are always begging for money for Roblox, so yep. that's the least I can do. Kid loved it. Kid loved it. So let's not add to their addiction, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of fads, man. <laughs> Imagine 20 years from now, the kid's over freaking... <laughs> oh, especially... <laughs> Some with... kind of anonymous because she's over here having a gambling issue. Right. It all started 20 years ago when my neighbor gave me a $10 gift card. That, that Roblox card. <laughs> yeah. What it put into motion. Oops. Oh, boy. Andy's Oops. fault. Yep, my bad. It can be though, man. Like that motion is not a false principle. It, it's pretty true because yeah. I, I think it depends what you grew up with and what you were kind of like influenced by. Because even though my dad is over here telling me don't play games and whatnot, he himself kind of had like tendencies to, you know, expensive hobbies. Okay. So when the games become hobbies of yours and you can possibly input money to progress the progress or yeah. to, um, increase the progress it becomes very tempting to and especially if it's new anything new is going to hit that dopamine effect where it's just like excitement total rush it's like oh, okay it's fun yeah so a lot of people man there's a whole community of like game like i'll just call them gamers that spend so much money on this stuff andy it is disgusting some of them have to go work their nine to five jobs some of them just come into the money from Chinese inheritance from their family and they yeah. just got it sitting in the bank to go blow and make it look easy but yeah. that makes you think because you kind of want to do what they're doing you're what you want to you know get what, what? They're getting. It's, you know what it's it's funny you you say that it's funny you say that because just recently my brother-in-law aka officer Ricky right came over to the house a few weeks ago yeah I remember that episode and showing off his new Tesla, mm -hmm. Tesla, 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 whatever that damn Tesla. Tesla, there it is, Tesla, <laughs> stupid car, <laughs> asshole. So he's showing off his car and he takes me for a drive and I guess the car, the car, no, not I guess, the car has a feature where you push a button and it yep. takes off. He did that to me, not knowing that I hate roller coasters. So I was like, you fucking asshole, you know, I fucking <laughs> insulted this guy. And... And for a minute, dude, I, I, I sinned. I sinned big time because they went, they went, um, I had two buddies of mine remind me that, that envy is a sin. Because mm -hmm. I, 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 once they left, and I'm sure Ricky's going to hear this. Ricky, I love you, bro. He, he's the, the, the very first guy that listens is Ricky. And he, um, and I told my wife, I asked my wife, what was the purpose of coming over here? I was pissed. Like, what was their purpose of coming over here? To show off their freaking toys? Like, yeah. are you freaking serious? Like, I'm 38 years old. I, I'm living in someone else's house because this is my mother-in-law's house. I'm driving an 05 freaking CRV, and he's here. He is not even in his 30s, and he's driving a freaking Tesla. I, I'm like envious, bro. I'm yeah. envy, dude. I, I'm and my wife's like kind of like yeah. She she's like says like it's like walking on eggshells with you. So I'm not gonna comment or answer until you're more calm. And like I said, I had two friends of mine tell me like remind me, hey, that's a sin. You know, yeah, I'm like, fuck, you're right. You're right. It is a sin. Yeah. And they also reminded me, and again, I love you, Ricky, but they reminded me, you don't have a $60,000 debt. 
you don't have a $400 debt to a house, a $6,000 debt to a car. Yep. He does. Again, love you, Ricky. He does. You don't. So be grateful for what you have. I'm like, it's just that it just sucks because, you know, these kids are cars, Tesla, uh, and I have $54 in my savings account. Uh. You know what I mean? <laughs> so It makes you feel. Yeah, it's like, bit. shit, man. And 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 I won't go to a casino because I, I, you know, to try to make money. It's not going to go that way. It's not going to work out for me. I went to a casino. Dude. It's funny because I went to a casino, this Shumash Casino. <laughs> And I lost 400 bucks. Well, this guy. Yeah, right? I went to Vegas for like a weekend and I only lost 40. Because <laughs> see, when I had only $60, I was more responsible than when I had hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And I went into a freaking casino and fucking lost 400. Went to Vegas and then my, my friend Lydia, she's like, what's up with the, what's going on? I'm like, no, as long as I go home. And again, this is part of the times when I'm homeless. Mm-hmm. She's just like, she wanted me to get away. And she wanted her first trip to Vegas. And she says, it's going to be your first trip to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. And her friends her took us to Vegas, and I mean, she's like, "I'm holding on to this twenty dollar bill in my pocket," and I was like, "I'm like, nah, because this twenty dollar bill is gonna buy diapers for the kids when I go home." Yeah, the mentality, more like, responsible. Yeah, so 100%. I was getting unemployment, so like unemployment paid my bills and blah blah blah, and then yep. this twenty dollars is gonna buy diapers, so I can't spend it. So that's why I had sixty dollars to play with. I lost forty, came home with my twenty, and bought diapers. That's good though. <laughs> So, no, I will not get into that kind of addiction. No, 100%. as much as I envy people and their freaking cars and their freaking houses and their freaking drones. I don't even got a fucking drone, man. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I don't even a fucking though. drone. There was a good thing to it, though. Honestly, I mean, like, despite having a lot of money burned into a stupid online game that ended up just being a learning experience, there actually is something good that came from it all, though. Yeah. Not just a lesson, um, someone. You know, my girlfriend of five and a half years. We've okay. Been technically together for six, but official since five and a half. And, okay. You know, you've got everything nowadays from eHarmony and places that people are like looking to find love. Thankfully, her and I did not have anything like that. We weren't looking for each other; it just kind of happened to come across each other. Yeah. And the pieces of the puzzle. Hey, what what does what does Johnny say on Cobra Kai? It's like what happened to the old days? We could just bump into somebody. <laughs> right. He did not like the ways of dating, dude. Oh, that was funny. You was trying to get the app. Yeah, like, yeah, like nope. another episode. Another episode. Another episode. Dang it. <laughs> you got to climb that tree. Oops. Shit. Oops. Spoiler alert. Uh, but no, man. It was totally unorthodox. We'll call it that. That's the word for yeah. unorthodox way of meeting someone. And it's kind of funny, I think, especially if you're close to someone like your grandma, because how far back are her traditions of how she met someone yeah. versus who you're now having to bring around to her? And, yeah. you know, she's got her paranoia because she hasn't met the girl yet but she takes your word and ends up working out completely because girlfriend is totally loved by my family that's good huh that's good no that's good exactly so that's kind of everything right now is you know so did she nip the nipped it in the butt were you gambling or what's going on oh (laughs) you know what man because i know my wife nipped it in the butt (sighs) my wife nipped it in the butt my my mentality was come home from work and play freaking grand theft auto until like freaking nine o'clock at night where I actually had like the best cars in the tank and everything. Right. 
but uh, I didn't earn that in the game. I think it's I the balance. My, I use my credit card. That's okay though, man. Like I said, it's it's there. It's funny because I'll put see it there. I'll see a nice car driving by, and I'm like, I have that uh, car. The- I have that car. And my kids are like, yeah, in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. But uh, did she nip it in the no, butt? No, she didn't nitpick it. She did something better, in my opinion. I don't know. This is a, I guess, a subjective better because she doesn't condone it. But she doesn't stop me from doing it either at the same time. She okay. draws a limit. Always make sure you're spending out of your extra money. Not you know. what you need for bills. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I, and you know what? You're right. Because I'm like I'm the same way. Like The other day, I'm like, well, they can use $5 in Fortnite. I made sure it did not come. My bills come first. Mm-hmm. I have a freaking spreadsheet that tells me what bills need to get paid with what paycheck. Oh, that's great, dude. You know, these donuts and coffee weren't. From my as bills. A, dude, as an accountant study right now, I can say that you're definitely making me proud. <laughs> well, thank you, that. man. Thank you. Yeah, I have, a, like I said, a spreadsheet and I do all the bills and good. make sure that. And, and, and I mean, really, to spend money on a, on a video game, I mean, the, mo- the most money you should spend on a video game is the video game itself. True. That's it. Like the Battle Pass, for example, on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my sister-in-law, the little one, her, her son doesn't have here i am spending money on other kids in mine the other the, the <laughs> other the, her her son my kids were kind of clown on him and say oh you're you're just a noob you're just a noob i'm like yes call him a noob because he doesn't have any of the skins dad i'm like what wait, wait he doesn't have any of the skins bullshit right now we have the avengers going on so tell him to add me as a friend so i add him as a friend on the playstation uh-huh. and then i like boom boom and then send him the battle pass and he's like thank you uncle andy thank you thank you he's all happy <laughs> and i told my wife please tell your sister not to make it a big deal it only cost me seven dollars and 59 cents or seven dollars and 49 cents not that big of a deal yeah and then so then my wife had to explain to her well how come do i have to spend ten dollars every month no 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 you have to play the game and you have to unlock it for so much and every tier you unlock some tiers have money so you can technically keep recycling the same ten dollars as long as you don't spend the b bucks on anything stupid yep my kids already got an earful for spending their b bucks on stupid skins i'm like ah no i'm not paying for your shit no more yep with me it's like i only paid the first ten dollars and then accumulate enough to continue to pay for the battle pass on its own which is smart same thing goes for the call of duty I, I play it enough where it buys the battle pass on its own. You made it perpetual pretty much. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. So as long as you do that, you're fine. Now, I got a lot of catching up to do on Fortnite because uh, I'm not going to make it next season. But yeah, dude, um, the, like I said, the wife kind of kind of opened my eyes too. On, on, yeah, because like That's I said, good. I did spend some money on Grand Theft Auto. Yep. And even back in the days, uh, <clears throat> for, um, Farm Town. Does anybody remember Fartown on Facebook? <laughs> dude, that game was so addicting that I actually and I, I'm almost I'm, and I'm almost homeless, dude. And like this is like in the stages where I'm almost homeless, mm-hmm. and I get my unemployment check. I'm like, okay, well, I, my phone's paid. I got diapers for the kids. There's food in the house. I got twenty dollars. You've deemed it as extra. Money. I got twenty dollars. Oh, so I would run it to the bank, deposit it, and then just freaking buy stuff on farm town and start you know my buddy no it was this is how bad it was my buddy from episode one and two uh-huh. would call me hey dude i'm at work okay i can't crop my shit can you crop can you log into my so i had his log into his facebook and everything and so i'm over here cropping oh, his shit. shit and i'm over here using my character to crop his stuff so that we're both making money <laughs> it, was so dude, stupid. it was a process man <laughs> 
It was bad. That was crazy. It was bad. It's addiction. Yes. Yes. It is addiction. It's and now I only use now that we live out here, my wife realized that playing video games for me is more of a way of calming down. Okay? Right. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do drugs. I used to go to the beach and fish. That was my thing when I lived in Oxnard. Mm -hmm. Now we come here, and I probably repeated this story multiple times, but video games is my escape. I can play it for five minutes. I can play it for 10 minutes, but it's not addicting. Video games are no longer addicting like they were, like I was addicted to in the past where I'm spending money. That's an addiction. If you're spending money in a video game, that's an addiction. True. And I mean, like I told my wife, be glad that this is my only hobby. Well, now I have a podcast, but yeah, I'd be glad that when I spent money, it was only on, on video games and it wasn't on drugs. Now, with the podcast, I mean... You know, hobbies have startup costs, but thankfully yeah. it's not one that you need to... Continue to spend money exactly. on. Exactly. Like this one, I mean, I think $100 a, a year can continue the podcast. Yeah. And who knows where it goes right now. We, we're at episode 21. If I have no one come over next week, then I have no episode and... I, I can't do this by myself, so yep. it's just uh, it's a matter of having people here and talking, talking to, about their story, talking about life, and you, again, back to you, you always, you, you continue to say, like, holy shit, dude, like, some of those stories you've said on your podcast remind me of my childhood yeah. or whatever. Similarities are definitely drawn. Similar. And a lot of people, that that's the reason why they want to be on the podcast, because they find similarities or they find something that they can open up they can relate to me mm-hmm. so but i mean addiction no bueno especially not the games man you know because that caused a lot more problems too i mean it wasn't just was it bump where you and your girlfriend oh, bumping heads no not girlfriend dad oh your dad oh dad actually full-on kicked me out you want to go live this life you're gonna go do it over a fucking grandma's house boy oh shit you want to develop a little attitude and tell me you're making money basically i was making money at that time i was working yeah um so i did have a little bit of money in my pocket and i thought i was just a fucking shit and i just said (laughs) a lot of things that you're basically not supposed to say to your dad so like for example you know you mentioned one of your pet peeves earlier was people being late my dad was the same way love you dad but holy (laughs) hell every time that you had to pick me up late from school because you said you were waiting for a damn ups package bullshit man all the kids have gone home i'm sitting there on the fucking lawn till 3 30 we got 245 man come on those days so dude i remember those days staying there at school till like freaking 3 30 it wasn't fun, man, because especially if you lived far away, you couldn't walk home or anything like that. You know, you, you were just kind of stuck there. So we were bumping heads over little things. And basically, you kind of felt like you kind of felt like you had authority. You were only 16 years old, but you're telling your dad, well, hey, next time you're late picking me up from school is the next time you're paying my next phone bill. Oh, all of a sudden, I would have slapped you. Oh, don't worry. It gets better, Andy. <laughs> Imagine you're in this garage because my dad is in his garage too, working with a, working with his DJing equipment. I hear that garage door for one slam open, boom, oh, boom, 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 <laughs> stomping, coming up the steps. I'm just waiting for it. There goes my door, boom. What? Get your shit, get out. I'm like, all right. You're just with a straight face. You're just like, all right. 
so I, I, I pushed him to a lot of boundaries over yeah. things that I wanted to do that were not important. Games were not important. School was. Yeah. But because he had his foolish hobbies and his things that he liked to do, I didn't respect the fact that he put in the work to kind of be there doing that. You know, he went to school. He got his degree. He didn't let things distract him when he was a kid. And that's probably the biggest thing is it's not Bro, just... the thing is that our parents didn't grow up in the video game it's era. right now, man. We did. Yes. And look, now there's kids making money playing video yeah. games. Like, are you fucking... No. There's kids... There's a little kid that made millions of dollars for doing game, toy reviews on fucking YouTube. Are you, are you serious? Doesn't that sound weird that you're supposed to encourage your kid to go and do what they love? and But now you have to make a kind of double standard where it's like, oh, but make sure it has a degree. You know, make uh, sure you're not just uh, making YouTube content because you told them to do what they love, right? Yeah. What if they love doing that? So what ended up being the uh, conclusion with your dad? So how did I, how is that? How, how is your guys' relationship now? Dad's relationship now was mended very unexpectedly basically after got kicked out when i was a uh, senior in high school um he needed someone to help him dj so i wasn't working at that time i had recently quit my job over at the movie theater so ended up just working on the weekends with him so finished up my senior year still had a few bad tendencies i was going through but you know for the most part it was a positive re-encounter with him so just gave us a chance to be able to work together and my scariest thing andy real quick one djing story i've got to include it go for it because anybody put in this situation might be terrified you're in a packed room it is a ballroom it's december 13th 2007 because you're at a christmas party for a corporate event 2007 that's when i was going through shit okay there you go put <laughs> you back in the moment make you think oh yeah Good, you're with me all right so ride with me because ride with me ride with me there you go <laughs> your dad or the dj the mc has laryngitis that's not good in itself you know this going into the event yeah you don't know because he hasn't dropped it on you yet that you're gonna have to start making announcements as he's writing all these little cue cards for you oh and telling no. you you've got to get on the microphone yeah you've got to do the emceeing I've got laryngitis <laughs> and you're terrified, dude. You're just in front of all these people and they've sat down and all of a sudden you're having to grab the microphone and you don't feel any backbone in your spine, dude. You're just like, Oh, <laughs> but it gets, it got better over time and it gave you a lot of power on the microphone. I think that's where a lot of my people skills come from. You know, the ability yeah. to talk to people and that's probably Andy what helped the connection with you and I, the fact that we just talk. Dude, it's you. I told you that from the beginning. You had that ability to kind of speak to people and are just very good at conversing. You know, you combine that with kind of my way I am and just, yeah. I'm sorry. As Kathy said, it's a boyfriend man in heaven. <laughs> bromance. The my bromance wife was kind of jealous heaven, about that. <laughs> I uh, no man. It just that's it helps. Just talking, dude. I don't know, man. Like, yep. I tell my kids, I get paid to talk. Like, that's what I do. Yep. And because even them, they're like, Dad, you talk a lot. Or they'll see me in a random person in the street. And I'll say something. And we're talking for five minutes now. So they're like, damn, you, you, you talk a lot. But it is. That's how it is, man. Yeah. That's who I am. I think my, 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 my family from my grandfather's side is the same way. They can talk where sometimes I'm like, okay, Tia, please stop talking. Dude. <laughs> but then I have it. I have it. So I can't say yep. that because I have it too. 
and it, it's my cousins came over a few months ago to record a podcast and we recorded at we were done recording by 10 o'clock they were here till two o'clock we were just chatting talking away just where all of a sudden my kids show up with like sandwiches and cut up fruit and everything uh, you guys yeah. have been here for a while <laughs> you guys are probably hungry if he's hungry you guys are hungry yep. and so but it's what i do man and i and i like it and i and i want to thank you for for continue like advising me to just freaking do it after i you know hey my, my uncle wants me to do a podcast and you're like just freaking do it already stop talking about it just do it and here we are again episode 21 you're on it yep and have no problem having you back on i can talk about cobra kai that'd be awesome and uh well like i end every podcast buddy thank you for writing with me thank you sir been a pleasure all right buddy thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tire Indie Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.